Hi fam, and welcome to a Sober Girls podcast. I'm your host, Sherry, and I have been sober for 11 years, and through that time have been through my own ups and downs, not only with staying sober, but also learning to live life on life's terms. If you are listening to this, then you have previously or are currently struggling and are ready to take certain steps to get better. Alcoholism has affected each of us differently, but we all have the same stories, what we used to be like, what happened, and what we are like now. You are ready to make a change in your life, and we are glad to have you here. This community is one of strength, commonality, and inclusion. The only way we stay sober is to help the suffering alcoholic and addict, and I am ready to take you on that journey with me. So let's get started. Happy Wednesday, fam, and welcome back to the podcast. I hope that you're having a great rest of your week, start to your week, rest of your week. By the time that you get this, the Minnesota Twins season will be over and I will be sad, but that's okay because college baseball starts in a few months and I couldn't be more excited And I have so many reasons to be excited for that. And last week, I know we talked about my trip home. We talked about not regretting the uh, not regretting the door. Don't regret the door. Um, Not regretting the past nor wishing to shut the door on it. And I think that's something that is so important because it really truly does come down to acceptance. It really comes down to. It comes down to acceptance. It comes down to accepting things right where they are, as they are. And I know that we have talked about this before, but we're going to talk a little bit about acceptance in a different form. And why are we going to do that? Well, because I have been let go from my job. And I know that you guys know how much I love working in politics, To be completely fair, I think for me that that was a good thing. And I'm going to explain why letting being let go from my job was a good thing (laughs) before you think I'm crazy. I loved my job. I did. I loved what I did. I loved helping voters in the Commonwealth. And I absolutely loved everything that. But there had been a lot of administrative changes in my job. There had been so many things that continued to overwhelm me that I lost focus and was trying so hard to be as good as everybody else who was full-time, had more experience, had more hours, and I just couldn't do it. And I was trying to do too many things at once and... I made a mistake, and the mistake couldn't be overlooked, and that was fine. And, you know, in a contentious world where everything is looked at with scrutiny, um, especially elections, they couldn't afford to um, have someone, especially someone who is part-time, make a mistake, as minor as it was, um, and didn't really truly impact anything to do with voting or anything like that, but... I think they could just see how overwhelmed I was. And that was fine with me. Um, I wasn't mad. My boss actually called me on my way home from Minnesota. And he's like, hey, we got to talk. And I was like, okay. And he he couldn't say it, which really showed me a lot. He couldn't say it. He 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 felt bad. Um, I talked to him 
quite a bit. And I was like, you know, just, just say it, just, just let me know. And he's like, we have to let you go. And I was like, okay. And that's fine. He's like, but you know, I need your resignation. And I was like, okay, that's fine. You know, and I knew that they were trying to get rid of my position anyway. It was a part-time position. They needed more um, full-time. I couldn't give them full-time because of my chronic illness. It was just so really, it was okay. I wasn't mad. I wasn't frustrated. I was more frustrated trying to get everything done at work that I could um, and be everything that I could for everybody else that that's what led to my error. And um, I'm okay with it. And the reason I'm okay with it, you guys, is because it, it's not, there's, oh, there's so many reasons why I'm okay with it. As much as I miss my fellow coworkers and that job, I have been fighting myself for an extremely long time. I've been fighting my health. I have been fighting my body. I have been fighting my brain, my heart, my soul. I have been fighting things so hard because I refuse to believe that I have something so wrong with me that I have limitations. You know, you go on social media or watch these YouTube videos or see these motivational stories about people who overcome certain odds and do all these amazing things. And you think to yourself, as a chronically ill person, that's what I want to do. Fuck it. I'm going to do that. And then you try and power through and you fall flat on your face. There are only so many times, and I want you to hear this with a grain of salt, because this is me not telling you to give up. This is me not telling you to quit doing what you're doing. I am telling you my story, and I hope that it resonates with you. There are so many times when you can try things over and over and over, and they don't work. And it's not that your heart isn't willing and your mind isn't willing. But sometimes there are instances where our body is simply incapable. And that's okay. Not everybody's body is incapable. I have a friend who lives out on the West Coast who is currently teaching himself how to walk again and how to talk again. However, for him, as much as he's got things that he goes up against, um, I have a different condition than him. I don't, I don't have a thyroid. And so for him, he can fight back to bring back certain memories to his muscles and his fingers and his body. And I have all that. I just don't have the energy to do it. I don't have where some people can handle eight hours in a day I'm lucky if I get through six. And now if I sit on the couch and don't do anything, I could probably get 13 hours in. <laughs> you know what I mean? But every ounce of my energy that I was giving to trying to be perfect at work, at my job, was leading to lacking in other areas of my life. Relationships, marriage, friendship, parenting, cooking dinner, feeding the dogs. I know this all sounds minor to you guys, but if anyone out there has a chronic illness, you hear me and you hear what I'm saying. And I was cranky. I was miserable. I was angry. I was frustrated. You know, I had accepted all these things. I had, I had accepted all this shit in my life to include having this illness. I, 
I accepted this illness a long time ago. I had to. If I didn't accept where I was in this illness, I wouldn't have been able to, you know, say, hey, I can only work part-time, right? Well, the thing about gentle reminders are is that they're not always gentle. They're not always small, and they're not always kind. And I'd been struggling at my job for a long time. And I had been in my boss's office crying so many times, crying so often because I was so tired and I needed help. And I absolutely, absolutely gave up. And it might be (laughs) a really bad way of doing things, but I wanted to quit, but I was scared to quit for a lot of different reasons. Um, Quitting would mean that I was right about myself, (laughs) that my body was right about itself. Um, Quitting would mean that it would probably be near impossible for me to find another job um, because um, I have special conditions that come with my health. And quitting would also mean leaving my boss, who's one of my favorite people in the world, in a position that I didn't want to leave him in. And I carried this around with me for probably four or five months. And like I said, it ultimately caught up to me. It ultimately ruined me um, physically, emotionally, mentally. And it really, I don't think it came as a shock to me that I was getting let go. Like I said, I know that they wanted more out of that position anyway. There was a lot going on. Overall, um, so it wasn't a shock, but, you know, at the same time, it was kind of like a reminder that, hey, you know, you really do need to slow down. And I really am so appreciative of the four years that they gave me. I love that job, you guys. Virginia knows what they're doing when it comes to elections. They are, oh my God, they're fucking top notch. They really are phenomenal. I mean, we have been through some really hard times together. And my God, to know that I was part of some of the most historic elections in time is really kind of cool. Is really kind of um, awesome. And I really, truly enjoy it. But moving on to the acceptance part, I had accepted a long time ago that I knew I wouldn't be able to do this job much longer And I just was scared to let go. And that's what led to my own demise. And um, then at that point, I realized that from now on, I was going to be a stay-at-home wife and mom. And it's not that that was hard for me to accept. It was hard for me to accept in the fact that I had done this previously and... The last time it happened to me, it was in a very abusive situation. So for me, it was me fighting that off. You know, me wanting to have a job because I wanted to be independent. Because if I have to rely on a man, I'm not going to be an independent female anymore. I had put so much stock into the concept that I can't be an independent person if I'm relying on on a spouse or a partner or a man even, really. So for me, it's a matter of pride. My pride got in the way. You know, my pride was the my pride was truly what the problem was. 
my pride was the one thing that kept me from living a truly, truly happy, happy life. And in the meeting last week, a woman spoke up and said, you know, my sponsor had actually started the the topic and she had said that, um, you know, she had to deal with acceptance. And, you know, dealing with acceptance is nothing new for people in sobriety. We really do need to accept a hell of a lot more than we're willing to, honestly. And, you know, so I really... I thought it was interesting that she was talking about acceptance. And I'm like, why are you talking about acceptance? Like, you've got, you know, 30 years of sobriety and you're absolutely fantastic. Well, because it's not like that for all of us, right? Acceptance doesn't work like that all the time. And so, you know, I I found it really interesting that she had talked about acceptance. And this one woman had spoken up. And this is really, truly what got to me, Right. This is really, truly what helped it sink in for me. Um, This woman said that her serenity is proportional to her acceptance. And I was like, whoa, holy shit. Like everything, everything in that moment made sense. Everything in that moment resonated with me. I was just like, whoa, my serenity is proportional to my acceptance. That is a new one for me. And let me tell you what, that changed everything for me on Saturday. I realized immediately that the reason I haven't been happy, the reason I've been so down, downtrodden, the reason I've been so frustrated and anxious and angry and unserene was because I had truly not accepted everything about my ailment. I had truly not accepted. I accepted that I had it and I had accepted small portions of it. But I had truly not accepted what it means for me in the grand scheme of things. And so for me, when I heard that, I was like, holy crap. (laughs) Well, God, aren't you funny? You have a wonderful sense of humor, and I am just so thankful right now. (laughs) Like... Nothing had made sense before that. I had tried everything. I really had. I had tried sleeping more. I had tried working out less. I tried working out more and eating less of junk food. I had tried so many different things that I thought would make me better. I thought would make me less... I don't know, less sick? I mean, less less chronically ill? Less of a cancer patient? Less of a, like, there's so many things that went through my brain that I'm going to be less of if I just try this and try that and try this. You know, it really is interesting because when people say, I hope you feel better soon, feel better than what? Like dog shit on the bottom of a shoe? Yeah, me too, but guess what? If anything... 
I'm going to go from feeling like dog shit on the bottom of a shoe to a steaming hot pile of dog shit that's left in the yard. It's just a matter of what my body decides it's going to do that day. And I have to understand and accept that I no longer have a thyroid, that I no longer have the one main feature outside my brain and my heart that keeps me going. And, you know, I thought about that and I thought about everything that I have accepted in my life and everything I've been through. And it really, truly was a testament to everything that I continued to fight through. And, you know, sometimes, gosh, I feel like a a fraud coming to you guys and telling you this is what works for me and this isn't what works for me and this is what I do and this feels really good. And you guys, I didn't even know that I was still struggling. I mean, maybe you knew. I didn't know. You know, people can always see when you're struggling more than you can. And so, you know, maybe... Maybe you guys knew. Maybe there's some telltales in, you know, my podcast that you're like, God damn, chick, get your shit together. And I just couldn't get my shit together. I wasn't willing to see what was in front of me. I wasn't willing to accept that maybe being a stay-at-home mom and wife isn't really a bad thing. There's nothing wrong with being a stay-at-home mom or wife. And my God, do I have plenty to do holy cow. And it really made me realize how much I'd been squishing too much into my day to try and be something for everybody. And I absolutely did not accept where I was. And God just had this way of saying, you know what, if you're not going to do it, I'm going to do it. And he does. He does that. You know, he does that. He says, you know, when enough is enough, that enough is enough. And he is a a loving God. But, you know, sometimes as parents, we have to tell our children, no, that's not going to work like that because that's not good for you. This isn't good for you. And I really resonate with that. You know, I really resonate with the concept that, no, that's not okay for you. You're not okay right now and you need help. And sometimes, you know, that's where that intervention comes in. That's where that that whole you need someone to point it out to you comes in. You know, and the other thing about acceptance is that it's the answer, but it's not the solution. The solution is the steps and the sponsor. So, you know, now that we've accepted things, what's what's the next step? Well, the next step is if I'm in a position where I need to work the, some steps, then that's what I need to do. But for me... The solution is being okay with being a stay-at-home wife or making something else work outside of that. And really the past week and a half, week, week maybe? I can't remember even. (laughs) How sad is that? Has been to really take a look at things and understand, you know, that I am not less of a person because I don't have a full-time job. And I've been wanting to apply for disability for quite some time. Um, I've just been too much of a chicken shit to do it. So I guess this is my my cue to go ahead and do that. Um, So that is something that I'm going to work on doing here shortly. I really could not begin to tell you how happy I am. 
Because it's not even that I'm fighting myself, right? It's because I've really realized that my value and place in this world is not determined by my job. It's determined by who I am as a person and what I'm willing to do to help others. And that's a really good feeling as well. You know, I'm a president of a foundation as well. Um, And I'll tell you more about that later at some point in time, but that's really become a huge part of who I am. It's really become a huge part of everything that I want to do in life. I want to help people. I want to be around baseball. I want to see people flourish and grow. And this gives me that opportunity. So I am... I've been pouring my heart and soul into that, but also taking care of myself at the same time. And the results that I get back are absolutely second to none. And that feels good at the end of the day. It feels good at the end of the day because I can do things at my pace, because I can be a better wife and mom, because I can be a better friend. I don't worry about being bored. I don't worry about truly anything at this point anymore and I am happy I don't even worry about money I know that I should but I don't because I know that doing the next right thing and being passionate that stuff will come and so if you feel like you're stuck if you feel like there's something pressing on your heart If you feel like there is something that you should be doing, but you just can't take that leap of faith to do it, no matter what it is, taking a job, leaving a job, um, joining a band, leaving the band, I like running a marathon, I don't care. Whatever it is that's on your heart that you have just felt so pressed to do and you haven't done it yet because you're worried about everybody else and everything else, this is your sign to do it. Because my serenity is finally proportional to my acceptance. There are days I know, moving forward, I'm going to get upset and frustrated with my body. But now I'm at least in a safe place where I can do that. I am in a safe place where I can allow my body to fall apart and take a day off. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to do anything for anyone at that point in time. I don't have anyone to answer to. I don't have anyone that's in charge of me. I am everything I wanted to be. I am independent. I am independent. Now, yes, I have a responsibility to ensure that my child is taken care of and making sure that I do the things necessary for him to take care of him. But outside of that, I owe no one anything. And that has been the greatest wake-up call of my life. To know that I can own my own business, that's not a day-to-day business. I can be more accountable, responsible, and here with my podcast I can do more about my sobriety by helping other people. There's just so much I can do because I have that time now and that capability. 
And that is one thing that I did not realize or didn't want to realize a long time ago, that my success is not based on a paycheck. My success is not based on how far I can bend over backwards for anybody in this world. It is solely, my success is solely based on who I am as a person. And if I'm in a position where I am not doing the best things for myself, my job, my community, I'm not being successful. Sure, a paycheck is nice. But if you're not putting in the effort to earn that paycheck, if you are just going through the motions and it's no longer a passion, then you're not doing it for the right reasons. You need to do what you're passionate about. You need to do that next right thing. I promise you that if you work the steps, you do this program, and you do the next right thing, and you are passionate about something, the rest will come. Now, that's not saying just sit on your ass and sit back and not let, you know, not pay the bills. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is that there are ways in which you can be successful and independent, and it doesn't matter what your paycheck is. It doesn't matter how good your job is, how pretty you are, how nice your house is, what car you drive. None of that matters. None of it matters. The only thing that matters is how good you are as a person and what you're willing to do to help out others. And now I'm in a position where I can finally take a break from criminal justice and politics. And let me tell you what, I'm actually really excited because I've dedicated 20 years of my life to politics. And it's just an environment now that is so exhausting and cantankerous that I feel like it's criminal justice and politics against the world because there's those of us that are good at what we do and good for the community and good for people, but the few people who are shitheads have ruined it for the rest of us. So I'm going to hang my hat up in criminal justice and politics, and I'm going to pick it back up in other places. I'm going to pick it back up where I know I can make a difference and see a difference, where my success is going to be based on something other than a 401k or a job. And that's not to say that if you need a job, you shouldn't have a job. If you need a job to pay the bills, if you need income, then you need to do that because that's still doing the next right thing. I am just in a position where I'm blessed in the aspect where I have the capability to stay at home. But that doesn't mean that the only thing you are is your job and what you are to your boss. You are so much more than that. You are an independent person. You are strong. You are capable. And I just want you to take some time and reflect on everything that is good about you. If you're having a really hard day, if you're having one of those times where you just can't really seem to find the good about you, I promise it's there. I promise that it's good. I promise you are amazing. It just doesn't feel like it right now. Go to a meeting, reach out to a friend, 
Find us on Instagram. Reach out to me. I love getting emails from you guys and having an opportunity to talk to you and reflect with you. But truly, being able to be serene is the intent of AA. It doesn't mean that we're going to go without hardship. It doesn't mean that stuff's not going to pop up and, you know, get us in the chin. It just means that because of our sobriety, because of this program, because of the lifestyle that we have, we have something that so many other people don't, and that is to be able to understand what life is capable of for us. There are people that don't have this program, that don't understand how good life can be, and or people that just have had a good life fall in their lap. So go out and do something special for yourself. You know, take that, and I don't mean go out, go out. If you don't want to go out, go don't go out. You know, stay at home, do yoga, take a nap, color a book, do a diamond painting. Or if you want to go out, go for a walk, go to a coffee house, you know, go get yourself a hamburger. You don't have to spend a million dollars to do something nice for yourself. Um, just take that five or ten minutes and reflect on who you are as a person and what you offer this world and all the good that you bring to it and how you are successful, not just determined by numbers, but determined by you as a person. We all make a huge difference in this world. And even if we don't see it, I promise it's there. And I just want to say thank you guys for listening to me. Thank you guys for being a part of everything that has happened. Um, and you continue to be there for me. I hope that this episode maybe resonated with you. Maybe, you know, something you needed to hear, uh, even if it wasn't the whole thing. I truly hope that you guys have taken away something from this. And I truly hope that you continue to grow and continue to find the good support, your success and independence in the world. Because without you, there's so many things that wouldn't be happening for the better of the world. And I want you to take some time and write down five things that you contribute to the world and um, just reflect on that for a little bit. Reflect on everything that you do well and not everything that you're fighting to do for someone else. I really hope that you guys have a great rest of your week and that you're enjoying the sweater weather, that you are safe, that you are comfortable, and most of all, I hope that you are serene. And until next, next time, fam, be well. Thank you so much for joining us on today's episode of A Sober Girls Podcast. I hope that today's episode was something that you needed to hear today and can carry with you throughout the week until we get together next week. I really look forward to our time together and sharing my experience, strength, and hope so that you feel less alone and more empowered to keep taking it one day at a time. Don't forget to check us out on Twitter and on Instagram at a sober girls pod and on our website at a sober girls There you can find episode specific content and contact information. You can also hear us on Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Apple iTunes, and Spotify. Until next time, fam, be well.